everybody greets you with a smile. Everybody's warm and welcoming. Um, it feels like a small town, even though we're 15, 20 minutes from downtown Austin. Well, I should say 20, 25 minutes from downtown Austin. I'm a people person. I like to know my neighbors. I like to make friends with everybody. And it just made it that much easier. There's so many ways to get connected and involved in the community. If you want to find a way to get connected, you will. I'm a firm believer and many economists will agree over the long haul, real estate's always a safe bet. It's always a safe investment. The fact of the matter is it's not, if you don't look at it as an investment at all and a place to raise your family, a place to live and the side benefit is an investment. I mean, year over year, historically speaking, real estate has done well. Welcome to the Sold on Drip podcast, your ultimate destination for all things Dripping Springs. I am your host, Bill Cafferetta, and we are here to celebrate what makes this town the best place to live in the Texas Hill Country. It's amazing people. Join us as we sit down with local residents and business owners to hear their stories, learn why they love this community, and are proud to call it home. We will be spotlighting their businesses, find out why they choose to serve the people of Dripping Springs, and dive into the local events that bring our community together. Our finger is always on the pulse, and we will be keeping you informed about how our rapid growth and development is impacting our schools, resources, and the local real estate market. Whether you're a lifelong resident or you have just discovered Dripping Springs, you will soon know why we are all sold on drip. Thanks for joining and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Sold on Drip podcast. I'm your host, Bill Cafferetta, and I would like to introduce you to my guest today, which is none other than everybody's favorite lender in Dripping Springs, Fawn Crosby. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Fawn uh, is with Neighborhood Loans and is a, is a very good friend of mine, is actually the lender that I did my first deal with ever here in Dripping Springs. And um, I know most of y'all know her, but I want to dive in a little bit and find out a little bit more about who she is, why she chose Dripping Springs, and what she loves about this community. So Fawn, tell us about yourself. Well, um, I am a uh, Navy veteran who, when I got out of the Navy in 1995, um, decided to go to college to get my degree. And while I was going to college, I took a little side hustle at a company called Countrywide Home Loans, a little company that some of you may or may not have heard of. Uh, no longer in existence, but at the time was one of the largest um, mortgage lenders in the country. Um, a side hustle never went away. I continued to work for them for five years. So got my start in the mortgage industry in 1997 um, while finishing up my degree. And uh, the rest is history. Um, I was married to a military guy that moved us all around the country for the next 20 years and finally settled in Dripping Springs in uh, 2016, 2015. Um, because he retired from the military and got a job in Austin. Um, funny story, he, he's a pilot and he had to be within 30 minutes of the airport. And uh, everybody had told us before we moved here that Round Rock and Cedar Park uh, were the up and coming areas and that we had to live there. So we drove up there, checked it out when we were house hunting and thought it looked, thought it looked okay, not really my cup of tea. But we sat in traffic one time uh, on the way to the airport from Round Rock. And he's like, there's no way I could be to the airport yeah. in 30 minutes if I had to sit in this traffic. So we started looking south and um, by accident stumbled upon a little neighborhood called Belterra and uh, saw one house in there and it just sucked us in. So we started looking High Point, Belterra, all the neighboring um, Dripping Springs communities and finally settled on a house in High Point and uh, best decision we ever made. So 
I don't blame you about um, Cedar Park. We actually, our first home here in Texas was in Cedar Park. We lived there for two years and uh, it wasn't for us. Um, we much prefer the South side as well in the Hill Country. Um, just better. It's so much prettier. Like it's prettier. It's not like a concrete, like everything new. It's not like a one big strip mall after the other. Like it's got a little more of a hometown feel to it. Yeah, it doesn't have that. It's just not suburbia as much as some of the other parts north of the city. Yes. And then especially, you know, when you get into South Austin, it's still a little bit of that keep Austin weird vibe. Not quite as much as it used to be, but it's still there. Um, and Dripping Springs is great. So, so why, you know, so you liked Belterra when you when you found that what you called little community. It's not exactly little anymore. <laughs> but what um what drew you in about Dripping Springs? Well, once we stumbled upon it, first of all, was the beauty of it. Um, and I should go back. So we wanted to be within 30 minutes of the airport, but we also wanted good schools. So mm. everyone had said, Round Rock's got great schools. But once we did some digging, we found that Dripping Springs was that Dripping Springs School District was actually one of the top in the state. Um, and everybody that we talked to, once we met some people in Dripping Springs and started talking about, they loved the schools, they loved the hands-on approach, um, the kids performed uh, some of the best scores in the, in the state. And so, so the schools were part of it, the location to the airport, the schools, but Dripping Springs itself, it just had this charm. Once we went downtown and checked out some of the little restaurants and saw some of the little boutiques and everybody greets you with a smile, everybody's warm and welcoming. Um, it feels like a small town, even though we're 15, 20 minutes from downtown Austin. Well, I should say 20, 25 minutes from downtown Austin once you get into, into the heart of Dripping. Right. Um, it still has a, a like a country feel to it, like a small town vibe. And that really was what sold me because I'm a people person. I like to know my neighbors. I like to make friends with everybody. And it just made it that much easier. You know, everybody. I mean, we can't go anywhere without you running into two or three different people and, and having to stop and talk and introduce me. And it's just like one of the most well-connected people in town. And I mean, you haven't been here that long. You, you moved here in 2015, 2016. So 2015. Um, you got to really know everybody here quite fast. Every, and, everybody makes it easy. Everybody's mm -hmm. so welcoming. And there are so many ways to get connected and involved in the community. I mean, I think I started with the Chamber of Commerce. Um, there there was a Funko group in my neighborhood. Um, there's they, they just make it really easy. Oh, the football boosters. My son played football. Now that was a big connector. So yes. If you want to find a way to get connected, you will. Yeah. Well, that, you know, football, I know Scotty was, was a great football player and he's one of my, one of my favorites, um, played lacrosse for a little bit as well. And was kind of working for me for the last year or so mowing lawns, um, too. And, uh, I'm proud of him. He just went into, um, training for the air force and we'll be serving our country so I'll carry on the family tradition yes um so it's funny you have all these connections and all these booster clubs and chamber and all these events um, but i never met you at one of those actually <laughs> it's funny you bring up our our, our amazing school district um because i used to be a teacher for 10 years and i actually met you uh on the high school campus that is true that is true. So we mentioned my son, Scotty, and uh, I also have a beautiful, um, very successful uh, daughter uh, who's 23 now, uh, graduated from Texas Tech, who I don't know where she would be right now if 
uh, we had not crossed paths. Um, so a uh, funny story, uh, she got into a little bit of trouble in high school. She was on a, a path trying to find her way and, and maybe was taking some wrong turns. Uh, one of those turns. As most of us do. Yep. One of those, one of those turns uh, led her to your class. <laughs> we'll call it a class. Uh, when I was in school, it was called in-school suspension. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we have in-school suspension, which is like kind of a lower end of scale. And then you have the DAEP program, which is the disciplinary alternative education program. So it's a little, little longer term. And that's what I did for, for 10 years um, for children who don't make the best decisions and need to spend probably 10 to 30 days thinking about their decisions um, on a different part of campus. So. I'm not sure if it was just the thinking about it, Bill, or if it was the talking, uh, the talking that you did with her. Um, there, I think there was a pretty dramatic shift in her behavior and um, just the way she acted at that time after talking with you. And I don't know if it was one conversation, two conversations, daily conversations, but she came out of that class uh, a different kid. And I, and I think that's why they had you in that class. I think you've probably had that effect on many students. Um, but I, I'm not joking when I say I don't know that she would have went on to college finished college, got this a job of her dreams out of college if she hadn't interacted with you in that class. So you I, definitely impacted the outcome of my daughter's life. I appreciate that. I really do. She, Erin was the best, man. Like she was awesome. I, I could tell like from day one that like what she was doing and, and, and I didn't necessarily like who she was hanging out with, but like who she was kind of going down that road with. It wasn't her. And we talked a lot. And I, the one conversation that sticks out to me is like, y'all had moved here during high school, which is always hard. Sophomore year. Yeah. When you move in during the school year, it's always, you know, or not necessarily during the school year, but like in high school, not as a freshman, right? You're the new kid. Yeah. It can be difficult. I remember telling her like you, you haven't found who you're looking for and it's hard for you to be who you want to be at this moment because high school is hard. It is for, for, she for kids. She was trying so hard to fit in. She was trying. She was. And you know, we were talking about that. And that was sophomore year, but I mean, we kept in touch through junior and senior year. And I remember telling her multiple times, like you, you know, just get through this, finish this, get to college and you're going to find who you are and who you want to be. And, and, and you're going to find your, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe and you're going to find that, that group. And she did, and she was successful and loved tech and now graduated and her job is incredible. And I'm a little bit jealous if we're honest. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We, and I don't, honestly, I don't know where she would be if that hadn't happened. So I say that was a wrong, like a wrong path, a wrong turn, but maybe it was exactly the turn that she needed. Because when I was telling her that she would find her people later in college and that she would, you know, eventually, you know, find her, her tribe, she didn't hear it when I said it, but no, nobody listens to mom and dad. She definitely heard it when you said it. So, well, I'm, I'm thrilled with that happened for her and and that you know uh, everything that happens is always the right thing because you can't change it it's in the past you can only react to how you your reaction the only thing you can control yeah. so yeah. that all worked out so she's doing great scotty's doing great um and you're doing great and you're probably in my estimation personally the best lender in town and the lender i did my first deal with way back eight or so years ago it's funny i just found that photo on uh, an old instagram post from our first deal together was that 
Yeah. Did you share it? I did. Yeah. I'll, I'll reshare it. It's pretty interesting. It goes back all the way back. We did Steve's house way oh, back in Round Rock. Like, oh, yeah. It was a sub $200,000 four bedroom, two story home in Round Rock. You're not going to see that again. I bet he loves you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he is, he is very happy with that purchase. <laughs> Why don't we dive into the, what's going on in, in Dripping Springs with all of our growth and, and, and kind of the real estate market, mortgages? What, do you, what are you seeing around town? Well, I mean, have you seen all the new neighborhoods popping up? There are a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. And I, I think live... the word is out. I think everybody knows that Dripping, Dripping Springs is a great place to, to raise a family. I think the word Yes. Is out. No, people are coming in droves. And I live right in the middle of all of it. There's construction at every turn right, yes. in, right in center of Dripping Springs. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I mean, this is weird to say, but even... Belterra and High Point, the side of town I live in, which is, you know, east of Dripping, mm -hmm. actually, where Austin, it feels closer and closer to Austin every day. And that's as Dripping gets bigger, the epicenter just gets bigger and bigger. It's like pushing us out closer to Austin. Like pretty soon people are going to be like, oh, that's not that far. Like Dripping Springs is not that far. Well, I mean, the neighborhoods, I'm in Big Sky Ranch, right? Right off of, you know, 12 and Mercer Street. And Right next to us, they're building um, what's going to be Double L Ranch. And then across the street is Heritage. And there's another giant community coming in that I, I can't think of the name of right now. You're still building in Headwaters and Calatera and Arrowhead. I mean, all right in 78620. It's all filling in. It's it's that's well, even going even going west on 290. I mean, there's still Bunker Bunker, bunker Ranch, yep. Bunker Ranch and like those aren't done yet either, are they? No. No, and now they're 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 putting in the retail in front of Arrowhead as well. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so. we we we're just seeing so much growth. I mean, even I noticed that last night on my way home uh, from Houston, they put in the huge uh, Marriott sign for the hotel right at the corner of Twelve and Two Ninety by H E B. You can't miss it. It's it's yeah. huge. Yeah, oh. right on the corner there. I missed that. Yeah. Well. So it, it's filling in and. And, you know, people are coming here for vacations. People are coming here for uh, you know, weddings. People are coming I mean, here to move. We are, the wedding, we are the wedding capital of Texas. That is true. That is true. I have, I have several friends, believe it or not, that have purchased uh, properties to use as Airbnbs. And their book's solid. Mm -hmm. Their book's solid on the weekends. Yeah. Sometimes even during the week for, for wedding parties, bridal showers, bachelorette parties. Yep. Um, I mean, it is a destination. I think with all of the um, the views, the whole country views and all the venues that we have, it's just really become a destination. Our, I mean, we had two hotels in town. Now the Marriott's opening, so that gives us three. But I remember looking for a hotel in Austin for something, and I just kind of funneled on the website for like the hotels for IHG. And actually the second most expensive hotel in the entire Austin region on their website was the holiday Inn here in dripping Springs because of how booked out it is. Wow. And it was the that. same price as the downtown hotels because of how many people are here for, for weddings on a, on a typical weekend. Well, and that's why my friends are killing it in the Airbnb business, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hill country Airbnbs are, are no joke. And there's some really nice ones too. 
really nice. Most of them have pools. Um, even my friend that didn't have a pool, they put in what's called a cowboy pool, which is basically mm-hmm. like a water tower cut in half, you know, cut in half. And yeah, we're, tower, like a size we're yeah, like a little stock tank. We're, we're getting one too for the kids. Um, we're going to do a 10 foot by two foot. So it's essentially like a permanent giant kiddie pool. Exactly. They're awesome. They're awesome. All right. So mortgages, why don't you give us a little bit of what's going on in that realm? I know everybody sees the media and they hear what's going on and there's a lot of scare tactics going on, but why don't you give us the truth and the the skinny on what's happening in that realm? Yeah. So the fact of the matter is it's this past year, even going on 18 months has been a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, We've seen rates, you know, a year and a half ago, we were at, you know, 3% and we've doubled. We've, we're at six, we're, we're well into the sixes now. Six and a half is about the average right now. Um, but we have seen it taper off. Um, we spiked at about seven and an eighth, seven and a quarter at one point. Um, we've ticked back down and even in as recently as uh, two weeks ago, down to under six. So there's been some volatility in the market. Um, and we do feel most industry experts do feel like rates are going to, they're going to come back down and probably settle in the low to mid fives. Um, we may touch under five for a short period. Um, but the, the expectation is that by the end of 2023, we'll be uh, well into the fives. Um, no guarantees, of course. Um, there are so many things that impact the market globally um, that, of course, we can't guarantee that. But if we expect to get into the fives and today we're at six and a half and I was to buy a new home today but in november we're in the fives am i out of lock and i just can't do anything about that loan or what are we doing with that so so yeah so there was a viral meme for a little while that that went out and it said something like marry the house and date the rate and so basically what people were saying is if you find a house that you want um don't don't be so concerned about the rate because you can always refinance that rate down the road um, I think everybody and their brother kind of experienced what a refinance was like over the last couple of years when we were in mm-hmm. the twos and threes. So you can see it's not that big of a process. It's not that big of a deal. Um, my company has a program where we we fully anticipate the rates are coming down. And so we don't want to lose clients to other lenders when they do refinance later. So we're offering a program called Rate Assure. Whereas if you close with us now at current market day rates, we're going to guarantee that if rates come down within the next 12 months, that we're going to refinance you at no cost. So we're going to stay in touch with you. And we're going to, we're going to kind of let you know when rates come down and we're going to ask you to come back to us. And we're going to ask you to do that at no cost to yourself. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a way to make sure that our clients get the best of both worlds. They get the benefit of um, prices now um, and rates later. So you know, if rates come down, they get that benefit without any additional cost. Well, there's some good security in that because I know I've had some clients who are trying to wait and time that rate drop and then they keep going up and we tried to time it in the fours and the fives and now we're in the sixes. So y'all offering that option with Rate Assure um, is really good for buyers to be able to get that rate lower and you always have the option to refinance, but it's really nice to know that you're not going to have to come up with out-of-pocket costs in order to do it at the time. And to know that I'm watching for you, that you don't have to, you don't have to right. look at the rates every day after you've already closed. I mean, that's right. tedious. You know that I'm looking out for you. I'm going to call you and let you know when I think it's a good time. I know from personal experience, because when we did my refi and did a cash out two years ago, we, because I tend to 
drag my feet sometimes and never got you my paperwork. And I remember I was in New Jersey and got a phone call from you and you said, uh, the rates just ticked up. I locked you. I need your paperwork by midnight. Okay. So that was the start of the uptick. So we went from a two, six to a two, eight. And I was upset about the two, eight at the time because if you would have just get- given me the go ahead a week sooner. I know. I know. But, but you're, but the other thing you're I always think- watching. Yes, I am always watching. And the other thing worth noting, Bill, I think that as rates tick down, like when we do get to that point where we get under, you know, six and into the fives, I think we're going to see a little bit of a feeding frenzy. I think people are going to be like, oh, oh my gosh, absolutely. Come, we're going to, we got to go buy a house. And then what are, what else are you going to see as prices go back up a little bit? You're going to see a little right. bit. Right. People, there's a lot of people on the sidelines watching right now and waiting and looking and, tr- and waiting for that time to buy. And people still need to move. Um, people get new jobs. They have kids. They have to buy a bigger home. They have to sell their home. They get transferred, whatever it might be. And there is a lot on the sidelines right now waiting to go. And part of it is the rates high. I don't want to buy with the rate and the, the housing, you know, the inventory is still not where we'd like to see it, it's still very low, um, historically low. But once the rates go up, I'm sorry, once the rates go down, the prices are going to go up. Yeah, you're going to be be competing. You're going to have the the multiple offers and the highest offers are going to win. And right now you have less competition. To get the higher rate, which could be a temporary higher payment, that can be changed, but you cannot change the price of your home if those home prices start to go back up. And I don't think we talked about solutions or alternatives to, to rates right now too. Not yet. I mean, we do even at that, yeah. We do have ways to get your, your rate lower. Um, uh, in the past, it's been pretty common to pay points to buy your rate down. Um, not necessarily recommending that right now, uh, just because there are alternatives that you can do a temporary buy down. So you're not paying as much, up, you're, you're not paying up front. Um, and you're getting the benefit of the lower rate um, for at least a couple of years. And with the with the thought process being rates are going to go down before that. And, and so you haven't put any upfront cost out to get that buy down, um, but you're getting the advantage of the lower rate of a buy down. And when you refinance any money that was paid by the seller to get that buy down is now credited to you as a principal reduction when you go to pay off your loan. So it's kind of like a, a triple win. So are you talking about like a two one buy down? Mm-hmm. With the two one buy down, the seller pays the cost of that. And so, um, if you if you haven't utilized the full benefit of that two year buy down, say you refinance within the first six months or or ten months or twelve months, even um, whatever prepaid interest was paid by the seller to get you that buy down is now credited to you um, on your payoff when you refinance. So it actually reduces your principal balance. Okay, so if I do a two one buy down and the rate is six point five for my first year. My rate will be a 4.5. Correct. My second year, it'll be a 5.5. And I don't see that 6.5 rate until year three. Correct. And in that situation, we're hoping that these expected rate decreases will drop down. And then we can use your rate assure to lock in a lower rate and then get credited back that money that was paid up front by the seller, not the buyer. And that goes to my principal reduction. Well, it sounds like we have options. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not stuck out here looking at these big numbers and not knowing what we're doing. Nope. So, so with the rate assure, I mean, do the two one buy down, refinance in six months, hopefully. 
six months is when the rates will come down, uh, six, nine, 12, whatever it is. And, and when we refinance, you get whatever money the seller paid on your behalf for that buy down credited to your closing, to, to your principal balance. And it's like a no brainer. You, you've now gotten the benefit of the lower house, or the lower price of the house, the lower interest rate and the closing costs that the seller paid on your behalf credited to your principal reduction. So like I said, a triple win. Pretty good. What are you seeing locally in the Dripping Springs market with mortgage applications and buyers in the market? How, how is that looking from your end? You know what? The, the majority of my loan applications are coming from Dripping Springs uh, market, Look from, from realtors in Dripping Springs selling homes to people in Dripping Springs. I got three contracts over the weekend. All three were in Dripping Springs. Um, and it's I mean, I market all over Austin. Like I market in Central Austin, South Austin. I have realtors I work with in Cedar Park, Round Rock, but the most of the activity that I see is in Dripping Springs, believe it or not. Um, and it's it's really picked up. I had a, a one of my neighbors listed their house over the weekend and they had an open house on Saturday, traffic all day long. And then even yesterday I saw people touring the house. So I think it's it's very active. We have a very active market. It's active and what we're seeing is we're even seeing some multiple offers. I know you had a couple of multiple offer um, contracts over the last couple of weeks that you've told me about. And the importance in that is that homes are priced right. If you're listing your home and you're trying to chase last year or 2021's prices, you're just not, you're not going to get it. Um, So you got to be priced right. You know, got to be kind of, at the median of comps you can't be at the high end of comps otherwise you're just not going to get the activity that you want and if you can get to that point and you can get there there's still a flurry and you're going to sell your home quickly there there and i think there's a second component to that too bill and i think that is the condition of the home yes so what i have found is if it's priced correctly and it's move-in ready it's mm. getting multiple offers yes correct um, gone are the days of we're not doing anything. We're selling as is, and people are going to yeah. pay over asking price and waiting yeah. inspections. And they um, were, and we got I, spoiled. I think, I think that's done. And I think what's really important to people now, because they are paying top dollar between interest rate and price of home, they're paying top dollar on a monthly. Um, what they're wanting is to move in and not have to do anything to the house. Right. They don't want to put any additional money in after that. And so, right. um, every, uh, every time I've talked to a buyer that's missed out on a property because of multiple offers. It was so perfect. I could have moved in. I didn't have to do anything to it. Well, that's what everybody else thought too. And that's why there were multiple right. offers. <laughs> so. And and that goes to the way it's shown as well. I mean, it has to, you know, the staging, the lighting, the photos, I mean, all that adds up to getting more eyeballs on it, getting more people through the door and getting your home sold. Yep, I think it's that's kind true. of our motto too is, you know, we don't list homes, we sell homes and, you need to make sure that you package everything correctly in order to get to that. That's right. Um, you know, I, I see that. I see people that still need to make decisions, but there's still a little bit of a, a fear factor or wanting to jump in, especially first time home buyer, first time home buyers or people moving in and maybe they want to rent first and then buy later. And, you know, we know that if rates go down, prices go up, but the important thing to really see is that regardless of what happens over time, the investment is going to be worth it. You know, we see appreciation and the return is worth the investment 
unless you're thinking about making a quick move. I mean, you can't day trade real estate. You're not going to make your moves. I mean, people hit the market when it was really hot two years ago and, and may have done that. But, you know, what, what are your, your opinions on that as far as the appreciation over time in these homes? Yeah, I, I think what happened over the last couple of years, I think everyone will agree is an anomaly. Um, that's not the way real estate is typically um, bought and sold for profit like that. I, um, over, I, I believe, I, I'm a firm believer and many um, economists will agree over the long haul, real estate's always a safe bet. It's always a safe investment. Um, but if you look at it as fact, the fact of the matter is it's not, it's, if you don't look at it as an investment at all and a place to raise your family, a place to live, um, and the side benefit is an investment. I mean, year over year, historically speaking, real estate has done well, um, better than better than the stock market in general. So, well, especially my, if you're if you're living there and you're paying down your principal, I mean, your rate on a rental is 100. percent You're not getting any equity in that. You're just paying somebody else's mortgage. Correct. You know, and there's there there is a direct. I, I heard this when I was first in the industry. There is a direct correlation between accumulation of wealth and home ownership. Mm-hmm. The average homeowner has a 30 percent greater um, net worth. Net worth. Thank you. I was like, why am I trying to a 30 percent greater net worth than a renter? And so, yeah. keeping that in mind, there is a direct correlation, and it's it's always it's always good to raise your family in a home that you own and be a member of the community, uh, active in the schools, active in the uh, other community events. It just having that, the home ownership just gives you that sense of, of being a part of it all that I don't think renting does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's have a little bit of fun <laughs> as a member of the community. What are some of your absolute favorite places here in town? Restaurants, shops, whatever it might be. Like where, where is Fawn Crosby spending her ideal weekend in Dripping Springs? <laughs> this is a very telling, this is a very telling question. Um, it tells a lot about out, you. If I'm going out to hang out with my friends on a, on a beautiful spring afternoon, I'm going to Treaty Oak. Oh yeah. yeah. Love Treaty Oak. Um, discovered it by accident, but I could spend all day there. If I, and in fact, I have, and not always with the same people. <laughs> like I'll start the day with one group of people, and by the end of the day, I'm with a total different group of people because I've run into some. Some have had to leave; others have showed up later. Um, sounds just, about right. You could spend the whole day there. Like there's a place for the kids to run around and play. The food is great. The drinks. The are food great. is so good. The food is so good. The food is so good. And, and, and they do a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, they, they have some. Great you can show up anytime. You, there's not a wait. You're not going to, they're not going to be like, oh, it's a 30 minute wait. There's so much seating. And so, right. I mean, yeah, right. Treaty Oak would be my number and, one pick for a beautiful spring day. And their whiskey is fantastic. Whiskey is fantastic. That's really it good. It's fantastic. Um, so if, if you're not, if I'm, if I'm out with my girls and I want to do a, a little girls day, uh, we definitely love going down Mercer and checking out all the little boutiques. Um, probably half of my wardrobe comes from Vintage Soul. <laughs> um, most of the gifts that I get to my give to my friends and, and uh, clients are from Vintage Soul. Or um, I would frequent Stars on Mercer occasionally. Rebel Wild has some great gifts. Um, if I'm meet, meeting somebody to catch up, we'll stop at Mazama's on on Mercer. Um, in fact, I think we've met there a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there every day. So yeah. 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 
Um, it's hard, sometimes hard to find a seat though if it's raining out. I realized the other day. It was raining. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if it's <laughs> raining, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. So those are a few of my favorite places. There are so many more though. I mean, really, we live in such a great community that you know, when somebody comes out, I get, I'm like, okay, where should I take them? I always end up defaulting probably to Treaty Oak, but there's so many others. I think Fox 12 is pretty popular. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, I haven't been out there in a while. What I liked was their, um, they have good barbecue and they would do, I guess it might've been for project graduation. I'm not sure what it was. They used to have a fundraiser where it was like, you just go get like big old takeout things of barbecue and it was all donation based and and those places would be, it would be, it would be hopping over there. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of. Um, I think the best beer in town is Twisted Axe. The McConaughey's is fantastic. The best brewery to go to to just hang out with for me is Fitzhugh. Um, their food is fantastic. I think they have the best food of the breweries. But um, in our case, with all the kids, they have the best playground. So that's okay. kind of where we like to default to. A lot of my friends. But you can't go wrong food. anywhere in town. Yes, you can't go wrong anywhere in town. I don't know if you've been out to Dripping Springs Vodka Distillery lately, but man, I went out there, it was just a little warehouse, and now yep. it's this big, beautiful venue with. Yeah, I have. I've been. I've been to a couple of chamber events there, and we actually held our lacrosse, um, like Lax One on One parent meeting there too, oh, okay. and that's a really what cool a great, place. What a it's beautiful. Like from yeah. the teeny tiny warehouse that it was to what it is now is like. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's everywhere you go. I mean, you go up and down Bell Springs and Fitzhugh and there's a new brewery popping up or a new distillery. And, you know, you're right there. You don't even see it. My buddy Joey owns uh, the Bloody Buddy, which is like pre-made Bloody Marys that are yes. fantastic. They are great. The I was at a golf tournament yeah. recently and they served those on the third hole or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. And he's right there on Bell Springs too. So all these, I mean, you can't go wrong here. I mean, one of you talked about the wedding capital, but we've also kind of been known as drinking springs <laughs> with all of our, our different facilities out here. But um, yeah, anything else that, that you feel like we, we haven't touched on or anything else you want to talk about, about Fawn, the family or or the uh, mortgage industry? I, I mean, I don't think I heard your favorite place. I mean, is is it is it fits you? Is that your number one? I think I like fits you because their chicken sandwich is pretty probably the best sandwich in town it's like a national hot chicken sandwich but it's like a texas take on it okay. it's amazing um and again the kids love the playground there and zoe is obsessed with with uh with going there too so it makes it easy on us to find a good place where the kids can go you know what i'm gonna go check out that chicken sandwich because i didn't know that Oh, it's, it's really, it's legit. And we were just in Nashville and the thing is like, I find going there and getting Nashville hot chicken, right. Which is like the whole thing, yeah. Hattie B's, all that stuff. It's fine. It's just better here when I think Texans just understand spice better. We do. I agree. Even though Nashville may have invented the sandwich, I think Texans have perfected it. Perfected it. Hey, so I, I, I'll tell you this. It's kind of a, it's kind of, I don't know why. I am super excited about a new business that's coming over in the Belterra Village area. Which one is it? HTO. HTO? Have you, yeah. Have you seen the videos? They've got little reels that come out on, um, that show up on my Instagram feed. They're little sponsored ads. And I haven't. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know why I'm so excited, but I every time I watch it, I'm like, I can't wait for them to open. It's like a Starbucks for tea. People yeah. are like, how are they going to have a whole place just for tea? I'm like, they do it for coffee. Like, why not tea? They do it for coffee. And there's, 
there's way more you can do with tea. There's like a thousand flavors. Yeah, thousands of flavors. And what they show is they have little um, little cups of fruit or different flavors that you can order with your tea. And uh, it just looks very fresh and refreshing. Knowing I'll that. try it out. I'm not a big tea guy. I typically only drink tea when I'm sick and I'm trying to pound a bunch of honey and try and get rid of allergies and stuff. Um, the one tea that I really do like actually is from... Um, the uh, oh, what's it called? It's that energy tea over by um, the drip nutrition. They have an amazing energy tea, energy tea over there. It's really, oh, really I can't like speak to that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. You know me, if it involves caffeine, I'm in. Me too. I don't know if we can cure Starlin of her uh, Starbucks addiction though or not. No, no, or the girl convert loves- her. Maybe not cure is not the right way. But I don't know if yeah. we can convert her from Starbucks. The girl, the girl loves her. Uh, Loves her Starbucks. Hey, that's a, so that's a funny part too to our story of our, our first deal together. I think our second deal together was you and Starlin's uh, purchase and, and dripping, wasn't it? I don't think it was our second, but I do remember us trying to juggle her nursing, my teaching. And where did we sign? At a Starbucks at a in South Boston. And we got it signed and done and keys in hand that day. It was so funny. I think it was pretty, it might not have been our second, but it was up there. It was probably in our first five. Yeah, it was, it was up there. When we first moved to Dripping Springs. I remember you telling me, you're like, I want to move to Dripping Springs. I've got to get, sell my house in Cedar Park. I want to move to Dripping and now look at you. Yeah. Finally made it. Yep. Finally made it. Well, thanks for joining. Um, You've been an incredible friend and resource to me and for anybody looking to move to Dripping Springs, I promise you, Fawn is your girl. She We'll take great care of you. She's on top of everything. Um, she is competitive in all aspects of the industry, but more importantly, we'll be looking out for you, caring for you, and making sure that you're getting the best customer service, the best of everything to do with with, with buying a home and, and a mortgage. And um, I cannot recommend her highly enough. She has done all of my personal mortgages, refinances, and uh, we've been working together for a long time. I appreciate that, Bill. Thank you for having me on the podcast. You're so welcome. And if you haven't had a chance to subscribe, uh, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss the next listener. And we would love it if you could leave us some five-star reviews so we can start ranking a little bit higher in the rankings um, and be able to promote our guests here. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you're now sold on drip. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Sold on Drip podcast. Please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you would like to connect, learn more about Dripping Springs, or have any questions regarding Central Texas real estate, you can find me at soldondrip.com or on Instagram at Bill Caffaretta. I hope to see you around town.